Behind every song is a voice, and every voice is a story. The journeys behind the voices brings life to the music that shapes each of us. Brought to you by Visible Music College and in partnership with the largest online Christian music site new release today, this is Behind the Tunes, and I am your host, Austin Black. Together, we will explore those journeys, the journeys behind the artists that shape the landscape of today's music. We're today on Behind the Tunes from the Visible Music College Studios here with Phil Wickham. Check him out at philwickham.com. Phil, thanks for being on today, man. Thanks for having me on. It's a it's an honor. Now you're a San Diegan, right? Yes. Born and born and raised, San Diegan. Well, I was doing a little reading up on San Diego before we got together today. So I got a few fun facts I'm gonna throw at you to see see if you're aware of these things there in San Diego. The first one is this. Have you ever heard of the Giant Dipper at Belmont Park? Giant Dipper. It's a roller coaster. Park, no. It's a roller coaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. I didn't, I didn't know it was called the Giant Dipper. Have you That's ridden awesome. it? No. Okay. That thing... It's rickety, bro. <laughs> well, that's what that's what I'm thinking. So that's why I wanted to ask you as I was reading no, up I'm, on it. It's I'm inc- sure it's safe. I mean, this, that, I've never heard any horror stories. That's, yeah, I've never ridden it. I've seen it many times, but never thought I want to go on that. You well, know? well, I, I think, need to. You need to come out. We need to ride it together. Maybe we do that. And maybe we'll see. Well, but we got to pray about it because it's the only roller coaster on the National Registry of Historic Places. That makes me nervous. See, that's what I'm talking about. I said rickety, and that's what I'm saying. It just look you can tell. Yeah. It looks more like a museum piece. Yeah. That's maybe that's why when you like when you drive by, it looks more like a monument to roller coasters <laughs> than a roller coaster itself, you know? And so my mind doesn't think, oh, let's go on that. My mind thinks, yeah, roller coasters are great. That's a good We're well, both gonna have to think about it. <laughs> Yeah, right. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A second thing. Are you familiar with awesome. the Mushroom House at Black's Beach? No. What's, tell me about Tell me about the Mushroom House. It's this house that's built like underneath a cliff. Um, and it's shaped in a circle because whoever was building it wanted to be able to see like Torrey Pines. Yeah, they and, want to see like 360 views or something. Yeah, and so, but I just don't okay. know. You, you kind of lose me when you're at the bottom of a cliff. I don't know. So it's is it like wedged into like is there is it, like the top is the roof a part of the mountain or the cliff or whatever? No, it's built right. It's built off of it, and so it's not like in the mountain. It's not in the cliff. There's like a house above it, if I'm reading right, and then they they just built the house down below, like but right off the cliff. I don't know. Yeah, that, that that seems cool. I mean, engineering's awesome. It's a really but, cool uh, looking house. It is a really cool looking house. Yeah, I, I, I bet it's awesome. Are those all the. I mean, I would love to have. There's that desire. You know, there's. I'm looking at them right now. There's like I have a hill out my window, and I know those people have like a hundred times better view than me, just right over there because they're up on the cliff. But uh, there are these things called mudslides that do happen, <laughs> and. Uh, and the houses don't like those when they have. So there's this like, 
there's it must be fun to live in it because you know that like i mean rocks are pretty like sturdy right but but deterioration happens it <laughs> and does. so i'm like i wonder if there's like this this game this kind of internal game of like it's always an exciting thing like every time it rains it's like oh we're betting on our lives right now this is cool this is fun <laughs> <laughs> so all right so look we're gonna ride the big the giant dipper then we're gonna go to the mushroom house okay Okay. And then the last thing as I was reading up, have you heard of the Whaley House in San Diego? I haven't. You, 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 you're telling me all this stuff. Let me, tell me about the Whaley House. We're going to have a great time on that day when I we come. I can't wait. It's, uh, it's, it's, the, it's considered day. the country's most haunted house, if you believe in such wow. things. Yeah. And wow. so I, I read up on a little bit, and it's pretty weird stuff that happened in the in the Whaley House. <laughs> so I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll go – Go to the mushroom house. We'll check it out. We'll take a sack lunch with us, and mm -hmm. um, for whatever reason, <laughs> and then we'll uh, we'll go ride the giant dipper. If Fun. we survive that, which I'm not confident we will, if we survive that, we'll go check out a haunted tour of the Whaley House, and then we'll call it a day in San Diego. That sounds great. Um, what uh, are are the stories? Are they uh, are they worthy of sharing one, or are these a little weird? They're pretty like, weird. Why, why, why? So they they think oh, it's right, haunted. It's haunted you know? <laughs> they think it's haunted because the guy who built it, something Whaley, I don't know what his first name is. Um, somebody was hanged for stealing something. What was it stealing? Oh, they stole. A, oh, I can't remember. But I remember thinking like that feels excessive. He stole. Oh, he stole a boat. He stole a boat. So they hanged him on the property before the house was okay. built. And then they believe that that dude's roaming around the halls. Um, so that's where it started. But you know then, what? you know, weird stuff happened there I'm gonna, afterwards. I'm, I'm going to Google it because this is actually ringing the bell. Okay. And I'm curious. I'm curious if I've actually been in this house because now I, I remember. Well, this is a long story, but I'm I'm going to Google it and I'll text you okay. later. Like, dude, I had I had I had a I had a, I had a home fellowship in that house one day. That was leading oh. worship in that house. There's. I, there might have been, there's a chance because this is like we're ringing a 19 year old Phil Bell right now. So please be true and let me know if that's true. Let me I know will. if it's true. All right. Well, hey, look, that's San Diego. That's enough about San Diego. San Diego. Neither one of us showed up today to talk about San Diego, but we learned a lot. No, that but that that's like that's off the beaten path, San Diego. <laughs> I mean, I grew up here, but I might know about Whaley, but and obviously the roller coaster. Yeah. Didn't even know it was called the was giant, it the Big Dipper? The little Dipper. Giant, the great, giant Dipper. Yeah, chip dipper. Um, it's a. Uh, I, I gotta write it though. That sounds fun. Have you been out here before? No, never been to San Diego. Yeah, I'm coming. Beautiful. It's gonna be a good day. Beautiful place. We're gonna have a good time. It Phil. will be. Have a good time, Phil. I can't wait. Again, we're here on Behind the Tunes with Phil Wilcom. Check him out at philwilcom.com from the Visible Music College Studios. Well, Phil, let's talk about you for a minute. What first okay. got you into music to begin with? Uh. My parents mm. have been leading worship as long as I've been alive. My dad's still on, on staff at a church mm. here in San Diego as, as a worship pastor. Um, they, My dad's been playing guitar since he was 15. My mom's been singing before she became a believer. She's singing like backup for artists in L.A. and bars and clubs mm. and almost got a couple cool tours, you know, just doing living that life. And, uh, and then they both got saved. They both came to Jesus through this movement of God in SoCal. Um, that actually, a, a movie was recently made about it called Jesus Revolution. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so that guy, the, one of the main characters, Lonnie Frisbee, led my dad to the Lord. And uh, and my parents went on to becoming the worship leaders of that church that that movie's about. So I I was I was there for a bit in Orange County in in my like I think I was two to ten. So I said born and raised in San Diego, but I always forget there was this elementary school days in Costa Mesa, Orange County, um, which is the next county up. But so I grew up in this house full of Jesus, and my parents radically saved um, out of a totally different lifestyle and. Uh, their lives changed by the gospel of Jesus and the Holy Spirit in their lives. And so that that's this radically saved Jesus loving rock and roll kind of family was what I, I grew up in. And so when we were, when we moved from Orange County down to San Diego, I was just about to go into junior high and I didn't have anything to do. So my dad handed me one of his old beater guitars that he would play at church baptisms on the beach, you know, and he said, Hey, this summer, if you learn how to play, then this could be your guitar, you know, and I thought that's cool, but I fell in love with it. Started learning guitar through uh, singing worship songs in my church sang, and uh, really in, in my bedroom singing worship songs is when I got, I, I feel like I really, I think I was already saved, already knew God, but it's when I started falling in love with the idea of a relationship with God through worship, and the story continues, but that's how I got into music. All right, so you're you're picking up a guitar because Dad gave it to you. Mom and Dad are musical. Dad's leading music at church every week. Uh, mom was doing all kind of cool stuff along the way. And so you pick it up, you fall in love with it. At what point were you like, this is what God put me here to do. This is what I want to do. That was very, uh, um, like, over the course of a long period of time. Mm-hmm. It's like, I guess this is what he wants me to do, because I have no, I feel like I have no choice. This was almost what it was, you know? Because I, I was always been, I was always, I still am. Um, like the reluctant, I'm reluctant to like, to big, to dream big dreams or like to believe that, that like, or to, to set a goal that's too high because I don't want to be let down. That's always been my personality, you know? Yeah. And so the idea, and then also back, I mean, I'm almost, I'll be 40 this year. Mm-hmm. And so this is like, I started leading worship when I was 20. No, when I was 14, 13. And so back then, like there I didn't know who Chris Tomlin was yet. You know, I, I didn't know, like there wasn't this idea that you can be a worship leader, but also put out albums and also tour. And you could also kind of like go and chase that as like, it's just like my dad, you worship at church. And once in a while, these songs, like Shouts of the Lord out of Hillsong or like um, Open Air is My Heart from this guy, Paul Balash in Texas. Once in a while, God breathes on these songs and they 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 kind of cover the world in, in and a new song of praise, but there wasn't this idea that you can like go out and like be a worship artist, you know, like it's even a kind of a weird thought when I say it out loud, so, you know, sometimes, but, uh, and so I didn't even know to dream that. And I, lately, um, I've been just thinking of that verse so much. It says now to him who is able to do immeasurably more hmm. than anything we could ask or even imagine, um, according to the power that is at work in us in Christ Jesus, be the glory forever and ever. And I'm just like, um, I didn't win it, but just this last weekend, I was sitting at the Grammys with my wife. I did, did, did a low profile thing, you know, didn't post any pictures or anything like that. I didn't want people to think it's what I'm here for. <laughs> so I'm not here for the award, but um, I actually went because I'm like, I guess there's a chance I could win something. And I don't want when, you know, it's a pre-telecast when they, they announce like best children's album and best Spanish hip hop album and best soundtrack to a video game. And then Christian album, you know, yeah. it's all like those extra <laughs> ones. And I didn't, <laughs> uh, and uh, 
I didn't want to be a no-show if they said, but Christian album of the year, Phil Wickham, and no one shows up. And I want to be like, I want to represent, I want to represent our, our genre and the, the fact that this whole world exists, but also I want to represent Jesus just in case. Mm-hmm. So we were there. And, uh, and, then, and then Lecrae got called, which is awesome. And he represents Jesus so well. And we were clapping for him. And I, and I was just looking at my wife, relieved that I didn't have to go up in front of these 5,000 very talented musicians all around me um, and talk. And, uh, and I'm just like, what is life? This is crazy. Like, I, I, I would have been so content just, I, I, I would have 100% been so, just leading worship in my local church, um, writing songs with the high schoolers, you know, just or looking to, like, you know, get together, teach them guitar. Like, I just, that sounds amazing to me. Like, it, there wasn't this huge dream to go and play arenas and, and to get songs translated in other languages that churches would, that was just, that wasn't a dream. Um, but, and so, so I, we have this kind of thing, me and my team always say like, what is life? This is so crazy. We're about to walk on stage, whether it's even in front of just a church or a arena or everything in between. Like, I can't believe I get to do this I'm more humbled than ever than ever. And I think even 2020, the pandemic was like a reset of like, wow, this is amazing. You know, I cannot believe I get to leave the church and worship and that I'm, I'm counted in, in some people's eyes and some church leader's eyes is like a trustworthy voice to, to draw from, to like, to like, Hey, Phil has a song. We should think about singing it to God in our church is that's crazy. Yeah. Like what an honor. And I just don't hold any of it lightly. And I don't remember your original question, but I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm just so thankful. And, uh, Oh yeah. And so, so all that being said, I, I think it was like, I think it was when I was signing with a label after I'd put out an independent record that did fairly well, just in regionally. And I was signing with the label, I was 21. Hmm. And contractually, I for the next five, six years of my life, I had to be writing worship music and putting it out. That's when I like, I looked at my, my, <laughs> my dad. I was like, I guess this is what I do, you know? Because <laughs> the, the, the paper with my signature on it says this is what I do yeah. for the next five years of my life. So this is, this, I guess this is what I'm called to do for the next six years, you know, like, which is like, it's awesome. And that, that was almost 20 years ago. And it seems fresh and like, it's, it's, it's brand new still. I'm just can't believe I get to do it. And it worked out that 21 year old signature worked out for you. (laughs) And I was going to tell you is I, unless Wikipedia is lying to me, uh, our birth, our Which it never does, never, it never. But our fortieth birthdays appear to be three days apart. You and I were almost really? twins. Yeah. So, are you April second or April second? April second, nineteen eighty four. That's good. My math. That's really good. <laughs> it's really good math, right there on the fly. That's so amazing, dude. What I think, what I think we're we do, twins. We actually kind of. If I grew up in Memphis, I feel like I. Or if you grew up in Sydney, I feel like we kind of look similar. <laughs> this is the Memphis version joking. of you. It's you the just, Memphis it, version. I, I seriously like we got similar yeah. nose vibes Dude, we and our be. brows are. I'm not joking. I'm not being. You're the Southern maybe. California me, and I'm the Memphis you. I think that's where we are. I'm for this. I'm all right with yeah, that. That's. This is cool. Well, I think. Look, here's the hey, deal. You even got. Look it. Go, yeah. Look. What do you got? I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna put this. What do you have? Who do you have? The, yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 We're even sitting in the same room right now. 
I know. This is crazy. Um, I actually had, I uh, ran randomly on this last tour I did last summer. We were going through Minneapolis and, uh, and I got a DM from Kirk Cousins' wife. Yeah. Um, and she's like, hey, we're all going to the show. Me, uh, Kirk, and uh, oh my gosh, I even forget his name. The, the gritty guy. Oh, don't get The other guy on that. Jeff, Jeff, oh, sorry. Sorry, everybody. We'll I, Google it. I'm not from Minneapolis, That's but right. I do know who Kurt. Anyways, they're like, you should come out to what we're doing our first, like, first practice of the year where all the families come out. We like have a cookout and stuff, and you should come. We're like, okay. So me and my, my family happened to be with me on the road, and Brandon Lake and his family. So we just all come, came. We hung out with the Vikings for an afternoon. Oh, cool. They like, like grilled it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so that's what this is. Little memorabilia. Very cool. That's super cool, man. That stuff. That's not like I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I say that, and people are like, "Wow, Phil's just he's in, that's him. That's he's living that life." And that's very that's that, that's a very rare thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I so. just think maybe April third, April fourth is the day we we have our day in San Diego for our birthdays. We just celebrate our fortieth. It's not a bad mm, idea. Maybe dine on that roller coaster together. You know, we got to get maybe the sixth. We got to get you through the fifth before we put you on that roller coaster. Yeah, I would like to hit 40 and like to live. I'm sure my wife is going to have some kind of dinner or something on my birthday. Yeah. Um, do you know what? She she was like, you know what I want to do for my, my birthday, though? There was, there was like three. Th- I was like, Mal, I think I want like an experience that I would never do. And you wouldn't – you'd be like, come on. You're really going to – like I like I feel like I've got a free three, four days <laughs> to kind of do something that's out of the ordinary – that because it's my 40th, I won't feel selfish about yep. like taking a couple of days off doing something. And so I had a few thoughts. I'm sorry if I offend anybody, but I've, okay, there's been a few things. And I've landed on the most practical one um, <laughs> and easiest. But my first thought, so I have several friends that are like big into hunting and mm-hmm. I've never gone before. And I know April's not hunting time, but I think you can make it happen if you go to the right ranch. Yeah, that's or right. And so I just thought like that, feel, that feels like, you know, we would use the meat. It would be practical. We would, you know, we would eat. It, but I've just never done that. That feels like a turning. You know, I'm tur- I'm passing the torch over to my. I'm, I'm like the, the crest of the hill. Let's go, put some face paint on, and live out in the wilderness and and grab ourselves some dinner for the next yes. year. With it, with the I don't know. I don't. Sorry if that offends anybody no. out there, but I'm guessing you guys get over there's, it. There's some hunters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've never had, so that was a thought and I had a few other thoughts, but I, I'm actually now, I, I think I'm going to have some, just some friends in the town and I, I just love writing. I love writing worship songs. It's like my If I think about what, what do I wish I had more time to do is like writing songs with like some of my favorite people and worship leaders that I rarely get to do. And so we're I'm just going to have some friends in the town and we're going to, we're going to see what happens, but for like three or four days, hunker down on Airbnb and maybe write even songs for the next record. And so I'm actually, it's, it's really sweet of my wife to let me do that. Man, that's super cool. And so look, we're, we're going to create a list though, because we're going to, you're going to do that. And then we're going to ride the giant dipper. And if we survive that, you're going to come to Memphis and we're going to find some animals somewhere that are unsuspecting that Austin and <laughs> that, 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 uh, that South, that, that Southern California, Austin and Memphis feel, are uh, are gonna go find something to get a hold of. So it'll be a big year for both of us. We'll 
We'll see how it goes. It's going to be a huge year. <laughs> huge year. Okay, we're with Phil Wilcom on Behind the Tunes. Take him out at philwilcom.com. Phil, do you remember the first record you bought with your own money? Man, I, I got to say, I like how you say my name. Yeah? You had this cool, it's kind of Phil, Phil. I can't even do it. Phil, Phil, <laughs> it's like you don't say the full thing, but I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> it's that, well, see, I'm actually from Mississippi, and we just put all the words together. So it was Philcom, Philcom, Philcom. There's like no ill or wi. Just, just one word. Um, sorry. What was your question? Uh, what was the first record you bought with your own money? Um, I think it was, it was one of two. It's two. It, it was either Jars of Clay, that first mm, one. Yeah. But if I can swim That's up it, the man. Floor, you know. Um, cause, cause we had like at, at my church, we had this little bookstore and, and so they, they, they had all those records in there, but I think it was an MXPX life in general. Do you remember MXPX? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They were like pop punk. Missed oh, them. they were in, in the West coast. MXP, it's just it like, yeah. just that like, you know, before, before Blink-182, yeah. before Newfound Glory, there was MXPX. Emotion, like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I, I wore that. I wore that record out. All right. Just feeling angsty in my feeling so, angsty in my we, junior high bedroom. <laughs> that's right. We all were. We all were. Mm-hmm. With that in mind, if you can open up for anybody, dead or alive, who would it be? Um, I think I'd like an excuse to hang out with Bono and the U2 guys. Like, cause I, I just, um, maybe cause I know like they're, you know, they're definitely not dead. That's for sure. He's still killing it, but like not that many more years to like go see U2, you yeah. know, yeah. and, uh, or even meet them. And I just have so much respect. Uh, well, I don't know if respect's the right word, but I just, I, I've always loved U2. I, I just, um, I devoured all like the live DVDs growing up and live in Boston and from slaying, slaying castle in Ireland and the rap rattle and hum stuff and red rocks and all of it. I've just seen it all so much. I would just sit there and watch over and over again. And uh, and there's a lot of other artists I love, but I I just think if somehow I could open for them and then they're like, Hey, come back. Let's hang in my house. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's talk, talk music and God. I'd be like, well, Phil, you made it, buddy. It almost, you got it. You know, it, that would be. It would almost be as cool as the day that we ride the Giant Dipper. It'd almost be that cool. Second to second, only to that. Second to that day. Again, we're here with Phil Wilcom <laughs> on Behind the Tunes from the Visible Music College Studios. Take him out at philwilcom.com. Phil, there's a few things like live music. Is so many great things happen along the way, but some goofy stuff happens too. Do you have a most embarrassing on-stage moment that sticks out to you? Um, yeah, there's one that it wasn't really even it wasn't my fault, but I, I definitely was the front man for the moment. <laughs> uh, we just had we we had to have a new, uh, our our normal guitar player was sick or something, and so we had our our rhythm guitar player step in for lead, and he was pumped because he's a great guitar player, but he he'd never like. And he never like wanted the front man lead part, but he's like, oh, sick. I get to play all the fun parts now, not just all the chords. So he had to 
So, and we also, it was just like a three song set. And we're like, you know, let's just have one guitar player for that night, even though it's a, kind of a big thing. It was this outdoor, um, like a AAA baseball stadium. So it's, it's set about 8,000 people and it was full. It was a big thing, especially, yeah, for that time in my life. It's like, well, this is big. And but we get up there, sound check's great. Everything's great. He's pumped. He's just like, he's nailing it. He's rock. He's even in sound check. He's acting like there's like 8,000 people there. He's like, he just wants to prove to all of us. He's like, I'm, I'm going to kill this, you know? And then he changes all his strings. I see him backstage. He's got, <laughs> he's tuning all the strings and stuff. Just like a little scientist over there. He's got his glasses on. He's like, bing, 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 bing. Like tuning them, making him awesome. He gets them ready. He sets his guitar up there. He's like, ah, dude, this is going to be so sick. It's going to be awesome. Anyways, we start the first song. And, uh, and it, it's a song of mine called Great Things. And it's all about, the intro is all about this guitar part. So three, four. It's like, that's the biggest thing. That's what's carrying the, um, and the band's playing around it. Anyways, we start it and it's like, it, it feels like, like a, it's all, almost like demonic moment. Like it sounds so horrible. <laughs> it sounds like, it's, it, it feels like there's, it, I could, and I couldn't figure it out. I just like, okay, it just sounded like absolute chaos on stage. I'm looking around and, and I'm looking, I'm like, I, 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 I know I've got about 13 seconds till I sing the verse, but I can't even hear like the right note to sing to. And, uh, and I, so I'm, I'm looking back at the guys running tracks. I'm like, are the tracks in the right case? Like shouting it. And he's like, he's like, yeah. I'm like over the bass. I'm like, are you playing in the right case? And he's like, yeah. you know, and then I go to the guitar player. I'm like, are you right? He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then I see his mouth saying expletive, oh. <laughs> which is rare. Right. Uh, and and uh, for him. And uh, <laughs> and then come to find out, like, he had tuned his guitar. When he, when he changed his strings and tuned his guitar, we were all tuned down a half step. And he forgot mm. to do that. He tuned it to regular tuning. And so he's playing... The biggest night, the biggest part of the of the song, um, he is playing like a half step up, which really just made it sound like a, a death metal band, um, and and a real intense. Mo- and you actually can find it on online. Um, worship fails oh. is like an Instagram oh, that yeah. has all these worship fails. They 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 put it on there, and so so it was a uh, it was pretty it's pretty it's pretty sad when something like that happens. It kind of. When something happens, the downbeat of the first song, it's kind of <laughs> the rest of the set just has, has like this this cloud over yeah. it. Yeah, uh, so that's probably the worst because you just it was you couldn't hide from it, you know. There's a, one other one was early on when I tr- I tried to jump on the drum riser and I missed and I <laughs> fell into the drums. That was the last time I tried to do that. That was embarrassing too. I, I bet that guitar fa- player's face was priceless when he realized oh. he's in the wrong key. Or at least tuned, was, tuned up rather than tuned out. Oh man, good yeah, stuff. I felt bad. He yeah. actually, we were laughing at him. After, we were laughing about it, but he, I think he had stress dreams for a couple months. Bless honestly, I think he. Bless his yeah. heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, getting ready to wrap Bless up here heart. with Phil Welcome here on Behind the Tunes. Check him out at philwilcom.com. I like to end with a little rapid fire. Phil, you got your game face on. Yeah, let's do it. What's your favorite junk food? Uh, favorite junk food what okay now okay this is my personality coming out because i need more detail all right what you need because this is an 
I need like well, what what classifies as junk food? You're driving. You get in the car and you're going on a road trip. To, it's like in a, yes. And so it's like I'm going to Seven Eleven and picking yeah. up something that lives in a bag. So I couldn't <laughs> say like In and Out. In and Out's not junk food. No, I'll take that. That it, what? Not, well, it is junk food. Yeah, that's a good it's answer. Not, it's not real. Is it junk? But it's like it's good. In and Out. I don't is it know, killing you? Is it food. killing you every time you eat it? Yes. No, well, I don't know because it's like it's like pretty fresh and the meat's never frozen and in and out. <laughs> and <laughs> okay, it was, it was born. Food. It was it started in San Diego, didn't it? All right, I'll say I'll say uh, 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 I don't know Reese's peanut butter cups are pretty. I just, I love chocolate, love sweet stuff. That's, that's, that's definitely junk food. That's, that's a good. One. Can you name one maybe, of the seven? Maybe a. Maybe what? Sorry. No, you're good. Maybe what? Maybe a little Fritos, fr- mm. Fritos chili cheese. Mm. see now we're getting there good. now we're getting there that's definitely yeah. both of those answers can you name one of the seven dwarfs sleepy what dish do you cook best chicken tacos yeah oh we'll eat those we'll eat those yeah, when I come yeah. to ride the giant dipper we'll do that I have my own marinade I marinate mm. them all day I make the guacamole from scratch. I make the salsa from scratch, all organic. I, I might even make the tortilla from scratch. Who mm. knows? Pickle some onions. Cotija cheese on there. Dude. I'll just put it on the list of things we'll do for our birthday. In the movie about your life, the Phil Wilkham story, what actor plays you? Elijah Wood. Ah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> if you... Maybe, uh, Maybe if I if I'm if I'm marrying up here, maybe uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, that's a good. Mm. And you, you look a little buffer, right? You yeah. look a little. Yeah, we're almost forty, man. We got to start shooting higher. This time, this time. Yeah, you're right. If you could be any Marvel character, who would it be? Oh, this is a hard one. Spider Man. That's a good one. Favorite board game. I don't know. I can't. My mind is blank right now. What? 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 Favorite board games? Oh, you know what we've been playing? Clue. When's the last time you played Clue? Long time. Yeah, my kids have gotten into that. It's been fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, nostalgia. You got me. You got me with some nostalgia. (laughs) (laughs) What was your favorite cartoon growing up? Um. I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, what? Which one? Uh, which younger, one was your favorite? Yeah. Man, what? Like which episode? No, no. Which which uh, which, which turtle? Oh, Leonardo. Mm. I was a Donatello guy. He's the leader. Yeah, I don't know why I like Donatello. I was like, I did. He's kind of brains. Yeah, and I'm not that. That's not cool. me. That? That's not me. <laughs> been... He didn't even need a blade. He just had a big staff. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Beat people with a stick. That's fine. Would twelve year old you think you're cool today? I don't know. Maybe yeah. I think I think they'd be like, "Wow, I turned out to be a full on singer. That's cool." Yeah. You know, all right. I hope so. All right. Last but not yeah. least, something you hate that everyone else loves. Uh, baseball. Really? Yeah, and it hates a big word. I'm actually not a hater. Like yeah. in general, I just want to. I want. I got to throw this out. Like, I I actually, I actually, I push back on critical people and I'm just yeah. stay chill. You know, it's That's, like, I, I, I'm a very silver lining kind of guy. Yeah. 
um, whether that has to do with things or people or whatever, try to find why people love it. That being said, you know what? Going to a baseball game at like Petco Park in San mm-hmm. Diego, that's a dreamy day. That's an awesome mm-hmm. day. Am I watching the game? Not more than 50% of the time, no. Yeah. But am I enjoying myself? Yeah. But yeah, like watching baseball on TV, I should say that that is something I'm like, Whew, it's tough. Please don't make I don't like that, it's but I know there's, there's a, it's net, it's America's national pastime. Sorry. It's a, there's uh, definitely great athletes. <laughs> All the power to everybody who loves it. I just, I'm a, I'm a, like basketball. I can yeah. get into NFL, mm-hmm. can get into soccer, yeah. um, little tennis. I'll even watch a little golf. <laughs> it's not um, baseball. Basketball is my thing though. Is it? Who's your favorite NBA team? Lakers. I mean, yeah. I grew up. Yeah, grew up. I mean, grow, growing up like uh, in early high school with like Kobe and Shaq around is pretty fun. Yeah. Some people call him Southern California Austin. I call him Phil Wickham. Phil, thanks so much for hanging out <laughs> on Behind the Tunes today, man. You've been a ton of fun. Thanks, man. It's it's been great to um, meet you. And when next time I come into town, we got to hang out. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's, it's been too too good.